Welcome back to No Free Drinks. This is Brock. Today we have an awesome discussion today on open relationships. And I figured we'd start off the episode by talking about a story that I read earlier this year. Uh, it was a New York Post exclusive about an open relationship. So this story is about a happily married Hasidic Jewish couple in their late 30s living in Williamsburg. Wait, what? Yeah, so like they're oh, just around the corner, around the corner. So they're in an open relationship. Yeah, wait, they're married. Scale that back. Hasidic Jews in an open relationship. I know it's just all types. An of open like, marriage to be technical about it. Open marriage. <laughs> yeah, so it's like all type of societal norms being turned upside down, which I think is great. That's great. And they also have kids. Oh man! And the kids range in age from three to eighteen. So this is the only the teens know what's going on. There's like no hiding that at that point. <laughs> yeah, I'm curious to see how they uh keep up that facade. So this is the one story where it won't be Vicky and Carl because of the <laughs> <laughs> the New York Post um uses fake names for them already. So we'll call them Monica and James. So if you guys want to look up the full story, feel free to. Uh so this couple have been on Tinder since 2014. So about three going years strong. now. I know, three years is a long time for a lot yeah. of stuff. That's a lot of balls deep, actually. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Fun times. Um, and so they both have separate profiles. So Monica has one. James has one. And then they also have a joint one as well. Yeah, they're getting in on that threesome action, too. <laughs> and three, they also specify threesome where the third person has to be a woman. Oh, as a stipulation. Okay. And both on both sides, they're looking for lovers ages from 25 to 40 for casual fun and emotional counters. And the reason why I say both is because James is looking for more casual, kinkier stuff. And Monica's looking for more emotional connections as well as sex. So she has to like actually emotionally like it where James is just pretty much a freak. Basically, she's saying that <laughs> she needs to kind of, you know, be into you so the vagina gets wet. Yes. Yeah. Which is right. typical. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> trying to get wet is always a good thing anyway so. I don't know That's about true. the need for emotional connection I'm more <laughs> oh, about that Lena dick <laughs> alright here we go <laughs> <laughs> we already been through this <laughs> just in case anybody forgot oh, God. yeah and then so on top of all of that so Hasidic uh, couple married bunch of kids um, so then like how do you go about doing that so even in the interview like they didn't wear um, they had black overcoats, or she didn't wear her floor-length skirt, which was required by religion. Um, she didn't wear her wig, so like they're like just they're like normal and, people out there, yeah, just, with normal ass clothes. And oh, it's crazy, like this is just, this is awesome. It was like, well, I was about to say liberated, somewhat liberated because they're still in the community, in the community, yeah. 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 So I mean, but still good on them. And then so um, Monica is uh, bisexual as well. Hey. And she even broke it down percentage-wise. So she's 70% into men, 30% into women. So... Okay. There you go. She does her thing. And then, so the whole... This is where the facade comes. So um, they observe the Sabbath. They go to temple every week. They speak only Yiddish in the house. So they're doing, like, this whole... How is this... <laughs> but I mean, I mean, I, 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 I'll kind of challenge your use of the word facade. I actually do think that those are part of their beliefs and their belief system. But I think it's also important to point out that they're 
loyal to a religion. They're very religious. They're loyal to family values in terms of actually having the sanctity of marriage be protected. They have kids. But at the same time, they're fluid in terms of how they define their relationship and don't necessarily pin their relationship to a social construct 100% of the way. And I think in their, in the, in a Hasidic religion and and sort of in in that construct, that alone is commendable because they're going against just about everything that their religion says. That's true. Yeah. I guess, yeah, the last step would just be, I guess, not be Hasidic, but that's probably not an option. Well, I mean, if you've grown up Hasidic, it's a big part of your life. And sometimes you have to think about whether you're willing to give a part of you up to be who you really are. And sometimes it's not an option. And I don't think it should always necessarily be an option. You should be able to tailor your relationship to make it work for you as long as the two people involved. And I guess in this case, they're kids, which, you know, that's a different topic all on its own. But it seems that for them, it's working. So as long as they are communicating to each other, you know, they have it made. No, yeah, I agree. It's yeah, definitely sure. is working for them. Yeah. they um, So they have like... uh whole like process so obviously each have their own phone then they have a shared phone where if they're if their tinder profile for the both of them gets a match they'll use it to talk to that person and then they'll tell them like family members and friends that it's their work phone <laughs> <laughs> Yo. um they so they usually vet the person at dinner and then so whether it's um and then decide who's interested in that person is it both of us isn't one of us. So they have like this whole like the whole system. Whole system down to a T. And then they said it, it works for them for a lot. So they met about almost twenty years ago. It was a arranged marriage, both virgins. And then so like for them, like they never really got to date. So this is kinda like their um their kind of like intro to like dating and then they're both pretty they have Seems like they both have pretty high libidos as well. Okay. And yeah, so it just kind of like works for them. So it's a pretty interesting story I want to start off with before we talk about um, open relationships as well. Um, I personally don't think I can ever be in an open relationship. But as Lena Dean and Wesley, at a high level, like what are your thoughts on open relationships? And then we could just dive into why, how about going engaging one, misconceptions, and all that other good stuff. Well, obviously, you're, you're going to know from me that I'm for open relationships. I've mentioned it a couple times throughout our episodes that I am currently in an open relationship. And it was something that was important for me to have. And it was something that I talked about with my significant other to make sure that we were openly communicating about it. And it was, I think when it comes down to it, it's about the fact that as an individual, I was starting to recognize that monogamy perhaps wasn't what I wanted at the time. And I wanted to start talking about options for our relationship because it didn't, just because I was questioning monogamy didn't mean that I wasn't happy with who I was with. So there's a lot to sort of unpack there, but at a high level, it goes back to societal norms, which we've talked about in other episodes, which we continue to peel back the onion on that because there seems to be an expectation of what's accepted and what's not accepted. It's very black and white. And the reality of the reality of it is, is that across the board, there's a spectrum of 
how you think about marriage, how you think about monogamy, how do you think about your sexual identity, how do you think about what you're, who you're attracted to or what you're attracted to. And for whatever reason, society has deemed that we have to choose one over the other. And I'm not about that. I think it's more about exploring who you are and what you want. And when it comes to open relationships, it's a couple coming together and saying, hey, we want to explore something outside of what society has said is prescribed for us. That's nice, man. Make your own, make your own rules. Yeah, I definitely agree with everything that Lena D just said. Um, <clears throat> a lot of times uh, people, uh, just to reiterate, people like to see things in black and white. And what, what we as a society don't necessarily you know, see, or maybe sometimes we do see is that there are lots of shades of gray. You know, there's always that there's border, there's boundaries that you cross and there's boundaries you don't cross. But, you know, I like living in the gray because it gives me a lot of flexibility. That's just me personally. But, you know, as far as like the construct of monogamy is concerned, you know, I know nothing against it. It's just that, you know, people are who they are. If they want to be in an open relationship, then that's what's going to happen. Uh, matter of fact, I'm in an open relationship myself. Not with Brock, however. <laughs> uh, so, so myself and Lena D, we're, we're both together. Uh, I'm the significant other that she talks about. Um, and we've been doing it for the last, what, two years? Yeah, we've been something like that. Open for or two, two one years. and a half, two years, something, something like, that. like that. Yeah, so um, that's a big open reveal, guys. Surprise! <laughs> nice, the awkward black guy <laughs> and the hot, sexy Latina. And the hot, sexy Latina are together. Get cake and eat it too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um. So. So yeah, it, it's very interesting. We have rules and stuff like like with. Yeah, everything. we're gonna talk about all that. Yeah. Stuff. So um. But yeah. But yeah. I think the big elephant on the headphones might be why did we wait so long to say anything about us being together and uh, we've been talking about how we've known each other for such a long time and we're really good friends Uh, but there was actually a method behind the madness and the obscurity as to why Wesley and I waited so long to reveal that we were actually in a relationship together and it's because I see so many times that when people start dating each other and they become an item. They literally become an item, not just in their eyes, but like in the eyes of other people that see them. And many times it's, you no longer have your own life or you don't have your own opinions Tell me about it. or all of a sudden people just expect to see you together all, all the, the time. time. And it was something that really bothered Wesley and I and when we decided to start this podcast, we didn't want people to immediately have the the desire or even the inclination to say, oh, well, since they're dating, they obviously think the exact same thing or they don't have their own opinions. And I think even as more, more often than not, it's as a woman, you're expected to agree with what the man is saying, which has never been the case in my relationship with Wesley, but it's definitely been the case in the relationship that my parents have together and observing time after time that 
my mother couldn't always have her own opinion. And my mother had to specifically fall in line with what my father was saying. And I think that is something that is from that era of where they when they grew up. But it's also definitely something that society still brings up from time to time. Like, oh, well, of course, the women are going to vote how the head of the household is going to vote. And it comes up in politics. It comes up in a lot of different things. Yeah. I mean, for, I'll give you one example. Um, you know, so when the elections were happening, uh, Lena D was, you know, all about Hillary. Me, you know, I wasn't all about Hillary. I, I wasn't completely sold. So I was like, eh, you know, I could get, I could, I could take on Bernie Sanders, you know, we, we could do a little, we could do <laughs> better burn. with Bernie, feel, feel the burn, you know? I mean, I, I'm, don't get me wrong. Those are two great candidates, but you know, I just saw like Hillary's misgivings as being a little bit too much, just a little political stuff to throw in the air. Um, we never fought about anything like policy. No, we, they, at the end of the day, like, you know, we have our own views and stuff. So, um, but you know, I never chastise Lena D because she's a Hillary person or I'm, I'm, you know, leaning towards Bernie or whatever. So, yeah. yeah. And so let's just go over the timeline real quick. This is like a big reveal. Like Lena D, we knew you were in an open relationship. I don't know if we really knew Wesley was even dating. So now like we find out <laughs> Wesley is dating. And not only is he dating, he's dating Lena D. So like, I guess... Walk us through to kind of like timeline. So like, when did you guys meet? When did you start dating? Were you in a friend zone? Were you friends with benefits? And then when did it become official? Like, so how long have you been dating regularly? Then dating boyfriend, girlfriend, and then yeah, hit us with that good stuff. Wow! Wow, this is a long ass timeline. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> wow, so, this is gonna be a long ass. As a recap, <laughs> hang on. <laughs> as a recap, for those of you who haven't necessarily joined from the very beginning. Uh, Wesley and I have been in a relationship going on 11 years. Nice, nice. So it'll nice. be 11 years next week, actually. Hey, congrats. Um, thank you. We've known each other forever. Uh, we've met each other in middle school. Yep. And we were only friends. Never friend zone territory. Uh, we lost touch because I started seeing someone else. Uh, and... We reconnected through social media. So thank you, Facebook. Ooh, hit her with that private message. Yes. <laughs> it's, it's actually, you know, she hit me with the message. Um, so th this was when AIM was big. Um, so for all you young people, or like younger, I should say, who don't know what AIM is, this was AOL Instant Messenger um, with the little yellow guy or whatever. Um, <laughs> just so you know what, what AIM is. So uh, this was when Facebook was starting to roll out in the different universities and stuff. And um, Lena D actually uh, found me on Facebook or whatever. And then um, because Facebook didn't have a messenger at the time, AIM was like the way to contact uh, everybody. Gotcha, gotcha. So like she hit me with the, the AIM DM. I guess you would call it a DM. <laughs> <laughs> now, how did you get Wesley's screen name? Because it was, it was on, on Facebook. It was on Facebook. Was on you, Facebook. Could, you could actually put uh, your AIM you screen name on Facebook. I don't, know if I, I don't remember if I ever put mine up. I did have this sidekick, though. So I had two phones back then. I had <laughs> one for phone a plug? Like, text. what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> to connect, man. <laughs> and I had um, the sidekick, which is, uh, if you guys don't know, it's a phone, I believe exclusively to T-Mobile. And it kind of, like, swiveled. It had, pretty much had a full keyboard. So okay. you weren't, like, 
you doing got, that ridiculous yeah, like shit. yeah where you triple, fucking triple. hitting two buttons hey, i had the nokia man i was a, i was an expert <laughs> with that one. two on five three and six so i had that just for aim and i was yeah but yeah, so we I hit him up on there. We started. I was actually not even in the same state. I was out. It was a different country. It was a different country. Oh, I was about to say, oh, damn. So we, we still kept in touch. It was a, a big time difference, but we still talked to each other. And then when I came back, we went out on our first date. At Borders. It was such a cute date. Yeah. I basically sucked borders his face anymore. off because I was attracted to him immediately. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. What just <laughs> 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 I said I sucked his face off because I was attracted to him immediately. I wasn't the calm demeanor. Let me wait for him to kiss me kind of thing. I I just, I don't do that bullshit. First date. First date. (laughs) (laughs) And then from there, we kind of just saw each other throughout the summer. Uh, We had various conversations about what we were and what we weren't. I wasn't fully ready to commit to a relationship at the time. So we were straight up about it, but. Of course, I think by the second week, we'd already had sex. Um, yeah, basically. Two-week rule. There we go. So so it, it, met, <laughs> it met his rule and my rule because I, I don't, I mean, I don't have a timeline rule. I just need to know whether there's chemistry there. And if there is, I want it to happen. And if it doesn't, for whatever reason, it'll, it will happen. It's just a matter of time. Uh, so then we've been together ever since. Um, so that was 11 years ago. And we didn't start really talking about being open until about two years ago. So we've been together that entire time, a monogamous relationship, but always very open with each other, especially with our freakiness. Cause if anything, we're we're, notorious for that. We're, we're always talking about having sex and we're always having sex Two to three times no, a no, day. No, no, correction. <laughs> Lena D's always talking about sex. I'm usually the one that's just nodding in my head the whole time. <laughs> yes, master. <laughs> Do you want me to derobe? <laughs> so, but we've only been open for the past two years. Yeah. Um, and the way that that came about is that, well, for years we'd been talking about having a threesome um, ever since... I think it was like our third year together we started talking about it. Yep. And we went, we we thought about like, hey, how can we find like a third person to have a threesome with? And now is this male, female, doesn't matter. We started with both. We just said, hey, let's see what, what we can find. Okay. Obviously, I'm attracted to women. I'm open to being with women. Um, and you're I am g- not. You're with, not with, with 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 other men. Oh, yeah. I was saying, that's not what you meant to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, wait, what? Other men. I'm, not, I'm like, is this episode taking another direction? Hey, we're going it's actually we're going two south. reveals. We're going south. There's an S at the end. Uh, but because I am open to that, we were very open with just saying, "Hey, let's just find a third person," and it was hard to meet people that were interested in it especially yeah. we started looking for women and then finally we gave up and wesley found this app um called adult well it wasn't really even an app it was an, a website it's called adult friend finder <laughs> does that work i it still exists now yeah it doesn't really okay. it didn't really work yeah. we would always 
try to find people and it just didn't work yeah. out. It's just a, like a lot of fake profiles. It's probably yeah. mostly escorts. It's just like, mm, time to deactivate this shit and yeah. delete it. Oh, so, bullshit. That was a fail. Then we tried again about three years later. And again, it was a fail. And then finally, when we came back to New York City, uh, Wesley was actually doing a lot of the searching and he found... Uh, Wesley's on a mission. He's like, <laughs> I'm going to get these second pair of cheeks. In <laughs> <laughs> but it was really cool. He found these couple of... Uh, it's really what opened our eyes to an open relationship option is uh, it started out with this site called Open Love New York. And we, I learned about polyamory and being polygamous and all that stuff. And we talked about it. It was like, eh, this isn't our thing. We're not trying to build emotional connections with other people. Nah, chill the fuck out. Yeah, wasn't there, isn't there a TV show with that where it's like one guy and like three wives and they live in the same house? And- yeah, that's, what was that called? I don't remember that uh, show. Probably something. It was on like TLC or something. Yeah, no, we don't, yeah, we ain't, we ain't about that life. <laughs> But it, it, I can barely handle Lena D right now. I can't <laughs> handle another person but full it, time. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that was the thing. It's like I'm not. I've thought about it. and I was like, can I think there's definitely the potential to fall in love more than once. But I don't think you could be. You could fall for more than one person at the same time. I think there's different types of love, but I wouldn't say like, oh, I'm in love with this person and I'm in love with this person. It's either I'm in love with this person and this person's really cool and I want to keep them around. Um, So that's because we had those conversations. It's how we ended into the open territory. Um, And it's been pretty cool. We just make sure that we stay open about how we communicate about things. And we decided that for us being monogamous at that point was not what our relationship needed. Uh, we wanted to make sure that we were pushing ourselves to be more open and more, com- more communicative with each other and just making sure that we were also getting the experiences that we wanted. Cause we had been thinking about this threesome thing for so long and it never had happened. So, yeah, I feel though threesomes are, I'm still, still waiting on mine. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I feel though it's tough. Like it's always like, you'll get one chick to agree. And then, well, agree, quote unquote, quote unquote and, yeah. and then you'll find another person, and then that's where the emotional aspect comes in. Which is like, no, I don't want to do this no more. Which obviously, like, you consent, like, not okay, you're not gonna do this, right? But like, that's why I feel those so is very ludens. Is like they'll agree, and then but when it becomes real, it's like mm, I actually don't want to do this. Yeah. So it's like flick out. When you yeah. So yeah, threesomes is is very fleeting. But I'm glad your open relationship is working out very well for hey. you. Speaking of that, how would you define open relationship? I guess, what is the definition? Uh, wow. Definition of an open relationship? Or how do you define it? Because I have a definition for it. I think there's a textbook definition, and then there's a personal definition to that relationship. So my very broad definition of an open relationship is a relationship that's not based on monogamy. But it can either vary between physical and emotional. So that's why when I mentioned the whole polyamory thing, that that wasn't something that we wanted to because of the emotional aspect. Yeah, the emotional aspect of it. I'm not. I would say I'm not an emotional person. It's just that that would freak me out a little bit. Like 
having feelings for somebody else that you you're doing stuff with uh, i'm cool on that yeah, so. yeah i feel that, that would be confusing too just like if you're showing so technically yeah if you're living if you're in a polygamous relationship and you're showing quote unquote too much affection to one wife or a significant other right and other significant other gets mad like how do you, how do you- rectify that like and you're all in the same quarters. And yeah, just, you can't run nowhere. You can't go nowhere. The couch's not going to save you. <laughs> <laughs> you check yourself to a hotel room. Like, that's just no running from that. Yeah. So it was, but that's what an open relationship technically means. It's like, it's not based on monogamy, but it can be, and this is where the couple can define what it is. It's either you end up just physically being involved with other people, but emotions are completely off limits. Or both emotions and physical are fair game. It all depends on how that couple defines it. Definitely. Okay. So, for, but for you guys, it's mostly physical. Nah, not yeah. mostly. It is. It's it all is physical. Just all physical. physical. Yeah. 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 Hard to find somebody when you're a guy, though. Yeah. So. It's always tougher for guys. Yeah, man. And now, kind of like referencing back the Hasidic Jewish couple, um, do you guys are you guys swiping together separately? Both? Like, how does that? Um, that's a good question. So we do have, we did have a, um, a couple's one, but I don't know what happened, why we kind of, there wasn't enough people on that app. Yeah. There just wasn't enough people. It was just, you know, they were at in different States and stuff. Like I was just like, I'm not traveling and getting no budgies. That's not happening. There's (laughs) 8 million people in New York city right now. So, (laughs) So with that being said, um, we do swipe separately, or I swipe. Um, if I had to guess, I do it like maybe once or twice a week. I mean, I go on the mom. Rapid fire. Now I'm like, I don't even care anymore. I just be like, just, just. If it comes up and it's just like, oh yeah, you know, if she's ugly and shit, drop you. Time to get unmatched. But if you cue whatever, I'll say, what's up? Hey, how you doing? Blah, blah, blah. You know, but it's hard because um, at least in my scenario, like Lena D can talk about her being, she can talk about being open and it's all good because men don't give a fuck. But like with women, like you kind of have to lie. And I'm, it's hard for me to say that. <laughs> Damn. But like I've tried the whole, and I've tried it for like months and months on end where I put my, my profile out there. You put like in your bio in an open relationship, but then like I either get the ones that match and they say, Oh, I and I and I always have to put the disclaimer, did you read my bio? And then once they read the bio, like, oh yeah, I'm not into that, blah blah blah. So basically now Wesley has to lie on fucking Tinder. So a good old bait and switch. Yeah, bait and switch. <laughs> and just, you know, that perpetuity thing. Just keep just string them along. So <laughs> And that sounds so horrible. And it's, and, and I promise That bad you, boy appeal. Yeah. I, it just, it sounds so horrible. Here's that example of how you were using it. Shit. It's just, <laughs> it just, it sucks and it's awful. And, but it's almost a necessary evil that you have to be mysterious and kind of lie a little bit, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and we've had conversations about it too. Like I started out, uh, making sure that Wesley said that he was in an open relationship because obviously our communications are very open and 
we always tell each other how many people we're talking to and we talk a little bit about who we're planning to go on a date with and then after the date we talk about like stuff so we're always talking about things which is I think one of the perks of being open to us is that it's made us a lot it's brought us a lot closer and we talk about things that I think normally maybe couples would be afraid to talk to each other about like if they're attracted to somebody else or if they actually thought about smashing somebody else I think most people would say that those topics of conversation Ooh, can, are off limits. Can can you do that? So scenario, this is, this came up with this. <laughs> so let's say you guys are out um, at whatever bar, New York city, um, regular dive bar, but has a little dance for us, a DJ music. And let's say either one of you spot someone that you think is attractive. How does that, how would that play out? Cause I guess apps is a little bit different because you kind of like slow play. Like you can have that a longer conversation, but like this is like happening like real time. Like I'm attracted to this person. Like, all right, she got a fat ass or he got sweatpants on. It was like he got a big dick. Like how does that on a jog? (laughs) He got his whole outfit on. So like, how does that work? Uh, Okay. So with us, usually if we are out together, it's usually because we're in a more intimate setting or okay. if it's like a club thing. So while we'll make comments, we won't openly act on something like that because we're with each other. So gotcha. that just okay. that doesn't really jive very well with the whole let's spend time with together thing. Not let's spend time <laughs> hoeing and tricking out here, you know. So couples that tricked you. Yeah. <laughs> so with that being said, like that that's a very uh, easy, you know, an, an easy thing to answer. Um I'll openly say like, you know, oh, you know, she's cute, she got a fat ass and she'll openly say, "Oh, you know, he's cute and blah blah blah," but they don't have the whole outfit on, so they can't you can't really see what, you know, if the junk's in the front or not. So <laughs> so much harder to tell guys. She's trying to she's trying to see some male camel toe action. I'm just trying can to see you, some camel toe. Period. Can you really tell? No, because there's been deceiving. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Like, I feel as though that guy might be all balls. <laughs> you can't really tell. And like the whole big feet, big hands thing doesn't work. <laughs> and then if they're circumcised or not circumcised, there's just too many factors. It's That's why I, I'm pro dick pics. I'm pro dick pics. <laughs> One of the few. Yeah, that's, I guess women usually aren't visual, but. Yeah. I mean, that's, I already have, like, the person that I'm happy with, that I emotionally connect with. I don't need that in somebody else. As fine chocolate Carl had to learn the long, like, the really hard way. Hey. But. He was a disaster. He was <laughs> such a disaster. Like, repeatedly. He probably got a couple too, too many extra chances. He was just, he was doing the most. Yeah. No, he was way too much. Um, But there have been times where women have come up to Wesley and flirted with him and I haven't been around. And then because we are, so we have very dedicated time. Like if we're going on on a date, it's our date is our time. But if we do happen to be in a a club atmosphere and I go to the bathroom or something or whatever, I'm getting a drink and he's like somewhere else that has happened. And there have been times where I had said to him, wait, did was she cute like what did she look like and then he'd be like oh yeah well she was cute she had a big ass and i'd be like oh well let's go find her (laughs) but but then we haven't either been able to find the person or like well just like oh no let's not do it um 
there was another time that there was a girl that kept Tinder messaging Wesley. And we were coming back from a night out. And oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, the late night Tinder message. You yeah. know what time it is. Yeah. Oh, why don't you tell the story? So since you remembered it. We now. were <laughs> <laughs> So we were out uh at a house party, right? Yeah. Yeah. So we were at a house party, whatever. Kept getting these text messages, like just kept coming in from, you know. And I'm like, who is that? We'll we'll call her Irish Vicky. Because she was Irish. So um so basically Irish Vicky just kept saying she was like and I kept like imagining her in her accents. An Irish accent. <laughs> what she was saying she was it was like this actually was at three o'clock in the morning i never exchanged like when i say i haven't met this woman in my life all i seen was tinder pictures that's it nothing nothing no anything we know number exchange it's all through tinder so she comes up and not she comes up but she texts me she's like oh so what are you doing tonight i'm like oh you know i'm hanging out with some friends i'm hanging out with you know lena d at the time so I'm like, this ain't gonna happen. So I don't know why you're asking at three o'clock. Bitch, <laughs> what are you doing tonight? Yeah, like, it's three. Damn near the next morning. Yeah, like, it's the next morning. Like, it's three o'clock at night. So she's like, oh, she was like, oh, so what are you doing? I was like, oh, I'm hanging out with my friends, blah, blah, blah. She comes up. She texts again. She's, she said, what the fuck did she say? She said, um, well, you know, do you have some free time later on tonight? I'm like, no, nah, I'm pretty much hanging out with my friends tonight, you know. I like her already. Netflix yeah, and chill. Netflix, she, she was just right to the right point. Right to the point. <laughs> and then she was just like, and she just got right to the point. She was like, well, you know, I, I give you my address if you want to come over. <laughs> like, Jesus. And then Lena D is just like, oh, who's that on the phone? Blah, blah, blah. So Lena D takes over and she talks all kinds of stuff saying, oh, you know, you want to come over to our place for a threesome. Let's give you an address. She flaked out, by the way. She's just yeah. wanted to see me. I like the pivot, though, Lena, dude. Yeah. I like the pivot. I was trying. I was like, wait, this, this, she was she, DTF, yeah. what? <laughs> we'll send you a pen. Hold on. <laughs> <laughs> we'll pin you. Wait. <laughs> I was just like, nah, you know, I'm just, I'm all about the dick and not a, nothing about the She pen. was like, I'm oh, like, she wasn't trying to share. Yeah. I was like, bitch, I was, I was like, sharing with you. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> so, but. I was like, man, she wasn't, she wasn't drunk enough. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but yeah, that that's what happened with with that situation. That's like the only time that's really happened, though. Ice in recent memory, anyway. Okay, so that, pre- this so- happened like two months ago. Yeah, it was pretty recent. Yeah, it was two months ago. Something, some to that effect. So, okay. But we have talked about doing it more together, um, just because like we've we've seen people independently and. We've tried to do the whole like finding someone together on an app, but we the next step that we're looking to explore is finding someone together in person. And what's so awesome about being in the city is that, like I said, there's this um, openlovenewyork.com, which they actually they are open not just to uh, people that are actually in a polyamorous relationship, but people that are polycurious or that are just curious about it so and like want to learn orgy. a little like kind of yeah i mean i think friendly, it's, they have boundaries i wouldn't say friendly orgy but it's like it's like a meetup it's like it's a, a meetup bar meetup yeah it's like Especially it's, at one of the, a good it's a good spot though emphasis on meat yeah. Uh. <laughs> well yeah you want to meet them first and i and i mean i understand 
understand why it's meeting because at least this group, it tends to be more on the polyamorous side. So they do want to build those emotional connections, but because they don't just limit it to people that are in a polyamorous relationship, if you're curious or on hold or, you know, are thinking about it, they also welcome those people. So they have these meetups that I've kind of said, Hey, Wesley, let's go and check it out. Um, another thing too, that's really cool to go to and we can't name it outright, but they, there's actually, uh, these kiss and play parties that happen in the city. So we've gone to those a couple times. They have different themes and different nights. Uh, so going to those a little bit more and there's a big community behind it. And that's the thing. It's like a lot of people don't understand that, being in an open relationship isn't something that you have to be ashamed of. It's just something that it ends up happening because people just ask too many goddamn questions about why are you guys open now? Like what was wrong? Um, yeah. But so I get the question like, Oh, well, you know, since Lena D is going out with a girl, do you watch? I'm like, Oh yeah, I remember. Right. It's like, yeah, <laughs> that's so, such a weird it's question. A weird question to ask, but it's like, do you go around watching yeah. other people <laughs> yeah, have, have sex? sex? Like, yeah, is that normal? <laughs> like, okay. Uh, Wait, wasn't that a Daisha Paul episode? What? Yes, it was a Daisha Paul episode. It was um the white guy and his white girlfriend, and he brought um. Her to the house with uh, Dave Chappelle. I think it was like Charlie Morphin and everyone. Mm-hmm. And um, he was having sex with his girlfriend. And is that a date with Charlie Oh, Morphin? yeah, it's the real world. Real world, yeah. yes. <laughs> jerking off in the corner yeah. watching him have sex. <laughs> 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 and it was like, it's like the um, video game, like, um, yeah. uh, like kind of like night ops, like, which yeah. is like green. Like the, yeah, I, I know like, what you're oh, talking about. Oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> And he, he tried to get his girlfriend to leave the next day. Yeah. He's like, no, it's our girlfriend it's now. It's our girlfriend now. And he's like, come here. He's like, no. no. <laughs> I'm staying. I'm staying with Tyrone. <laughs> it's like, what? Tyrone's five times bigger than you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it's people just don't, I think they just don't know how to handle it. And part of the whole goal behind our podcast is to just highlight that there are these non-traditional relationships out there and that they're completely normal and that they're healthy. And as long as both people are openly communicating with each other, that they can work. Um, So, I mean, we're an example. We also have the Hasidic Jews example. Um, There's tons of other examples out there. And the thing that, I mean, even every monogamous relationship has like their own rules and has like their own interactions depending on who the people are that are in them. An open relationship's the same thing. Not every single open relationship's going to be the same. Um, but yeah, that's kind of kind of like the big thing that we wanted to to kind of let people know is that it's something that's completely normal and it's not something that should be thought of as being weird or that it's a phase or that it's something that's inherently wrong with the people in the relationship. Oh, definitely not. Yeah. Like you said, like it's a lot of people do engage in open relationship, um, either as the couple or as the third person. Um, I actually know quite a few people who have been the third person and it's been like, a kind of like similar time frame, like the last like year, year and a half, two years where it's like, like, Holy shit. Like, is this, they're like a mailing list or something. What's going on? 
<laughs> How can I subscribe? What's going on? Here? What's going on? <laughs> yeah, so it's um, it's definitely yeah, it's it's big. I think people just don't talk about it as much, and I think um, it's great that we're having this discussion on on this episode. Hopefully, people feel more comfortable. Either you're in one right now, or you've been thinking about one. Like it's it's your relationship is your life. Like yep. make your own rules. Like. Y- YOLO is cheesy, but you only live once. Like, why are you living by someone else's rules? So yeah, that's true. Be comfortable in your own skin. Like, as long as whatever you're doing, my rule is pretty much as long as it's legal, do it. Like, whatever. <laughs> few well, exceptions. Few there's exceptions. some exceptions. Yeah, some exceptions. <laughs> like to dabble in some stuff. But, yeah. yeah, so I mean, damn, we could talk about so much more. So, so much more. So I think what we should do is we got to talk about this next week. Continue the conversation next week. All right, guys. So let us know what you think about what we have revealed today. The um, open reveal. <laughs> Surprise, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so let us know what you think uh, at uh, nofreedrinks at gmail.com or contact us at nofreedrinks at, um, I'm sorry, uh, contact us on our contact us page at nofreedrinks.com. Sorry about that. And thanks for joining us today at No Free Drinks. Don't forget that our episodes release every single Wednesday, of course, hump day. But the easiest way to stay in touch with us is to just subscribe to our podcast. And you can find us by searching No Free Drinks on your favorite podcast app. But for my Apple users, show us some love, especially if you love what you're hearing. Uh, Rate us and leave us a review. And specifically, if you're a big social media user, don't forget to follow us on Instagram. You can find us at underscore no free drinks and in our bio we have a link where you can easily connect to wherever we're playing our podcast as well as our other social media platforms and we hope that you love today thanks for coming i hope it was good for you too this is lena d kisses this is wesley peace out girl scouts hey guys this is brock make love not babies <laughs>